Okay, this is season two, episode 18. Let's call this one, Still I Rise. Hi guys, this is Tamara. I am art teacher for purpose. I write, create, and promote information to help you find your purpose in life. Not only that, but I speak from a Christian worldview so that you can get a better understanding about what's going on in this world, get a perspective of what's going on so that you can start building your own relationship with the Lord and start reading your Bible, honey. It is time. It is time. It is time. So here we go. Um, let's get into it today. Um, I'm, I'm going to say that I am going to come from a particular scripture. I'm going to come from Psalms today. Um, I'm not going to read it right now, but Psalms 18, I am going to, um, come from Psalms 18, the story that I'm going to kind of, I guess, what, you, what would you say? Connect what's going on today i'm going to connect it with the story of joseph so let's see guys when i come up on here again look i'm it's not i don't know what i i don't really know what i'm doing i don't really know what to expect i just pray that the lord has his way um i'm being totally honest with you i'm tired like i'm tired i feel the weight of everything happening in the world everything happening in life day-to-day -day things i'm like physically tired and all the things that i have to do but i know that god will give me strength just to keep on so if you don't know um and if you don't know me personally listen i'm an author i write um i have been sent on a journey um, to see things a little bit differently, have, have a change in perspective, which I'm sure a lot of people do. A lot of people are going through their own personal journey, but I have an assignment and the assignment is to write for God. So I'm trying to figure out and develop ways of where I can promote the message of Jesus Christ. And the message of Jesus Christ is that he came to save people. If you want to be saved and change your mind and, you know, just shift your mind to, righteousness shift your mind to believe that god loves you shift your mind to believe that god has a better plan for you and a better way of life believe in jesus and and walk the journey with him and he will help you become who you need to be in order to shift into the into the next and you know if you don't believe it hey it, it this is about shifting into the next guys um if you want to call if you want to call it heaven call it heaven if you want to call it some people people in the world are very confused they you know talk about conscious consciousness in the universe and i feel like when they talk about that they really think that they are talking about something new something that's separated from christianity because they don't really know what christianity is they don't really know what it stands for they don't really know because they don't have a relationship with jesus get your relationship with jesus i'm telling you guys it's not i'm not shaming anybody i'm saying get in your secret place and start praying and ask jesus for that relationship because it's time it's time it's time it's time um so with that said i am a writer um, I am trying to edit 
um, well, I'm not going to say trying. I am editing uh, my current book called Strange and Peculiar. And it's all about building a relationship with God and understanding the journey, the life journey. We are in this world for a purpose and a reason. It is for to live your life journey so you can grow and realize who you are so that you can go back to the Father. You can go back to the Creator. You can go back and be in communication with Him so you know how to get back start going back we got to start going back so season two season two this whole season two and i'm glad that i finally got to make it to um episode 18 because this whole season two was about and a reflection of where um, african-american people are in the country of america where we are as far as mindset and how the Lord is waking us up and shifting us out of a mindset of slavery, a mindset of being subnormal and putting us in a position to real, really realize our inheritance. That's really what this whole season is about. Starting from the death of George Floyd that happened, there was a huge outcry, right? And there was confusion about when people started speaking up about it there was confusion from different races of how to absorb that information how to grow from that information how to start communication from from what happened to George Floyd and I had said earlier on in this season two um, that when the explanation of George Floyd's death came back like what he actually died of and he it was proclaimed that he died from death of asphyxiation death of asphyxiation what does that what did that mean it was death it was a death by suff suffocation by a continuing a continuing pressure that brought suffocation and the suffocation led to death that is what George Floyd died of because the pressure was on his neck for eight minutes, which slowly suffocated him. And I, I put that together as how African-American people for so long, since we've been in this country for over 400 years since slavery, it's almost like a foot has been on our neck as a people for so, so, so long. And we have been slowly suffocating. We have been gasping for breath. We have been proclaiming, I'm dying, I'm dying. Please take your foot off of my neck. That is what has been happening to African-American people in this country. Let me connect it to this. There are people, and I'm not, listen, I already explained in this season, it's, this is not a white or black thing. You guys have to get out of that mindset. And the Lord also wants to get us to get out of the mindset of making it a black thing, a slavery thing. We have to get out of that mindset because what this really is about, it's about getting in position and, and having enough confidence in the Lord having enough confidence in your abilities and your inheritance to speak the truth about what is happening into this world. And the reason why African-American people in this world 
have been positioned the way because we hold a certain truth and a certain perspective to see the world as it really is. It's slowly killing everybody because that's the way the enemy has made it. The enemy really has his net, his foot on the neck of the world. And who has the voice to speak out against the enemy? But God's people. And I'm not saying that all black people are God's people. I'm not saying African-American people are, are all God's people. Listen, I'm telling you that God made a way to open up the way to all people, all people who trust and believe in the word of God and believe that Jesus came to die for them sins are God's people. I don't care what color you are, what nationality, what religion you're claiming, what title you have over that. If you as an individual are claiming Jesus as your personal savior and you go out and you speak that with confidence, then guess what? You are under the realm of the kingdom. You are a kingdom child. You are God's child. This is what's happening right now. So as a kingdom kid, as a person in the kingdom, you have an assignment and your assignment is to speak the word of truth. And that is part of what my assignment is. And I do that through my writing. The speaking is only like a secondary thing to un because the Lord understands that speaking can speak to the heart. The Lord understands that music speaks to the heart. The Lord understands that, you know, how we how we are right now in this culture, we're our minds are going so fast. There's only certain things that are going to capture people's attention and, you know, grab their heart long enough so they can hear the word of God. So listen, guys, get to learn who you are and how you function, how your mind functions, how your body functions, how everything functions, because you have to get to know yourself. And if you don't know who you are, then you will be manipulated by the enemy. We don't want to be manipulated by the enemy. Okay, let's move on to the next subject. Okay, I hope I still have you. I hope you're still there. Um, I want to go to the story of Joseph. This is a Genesis story. Go back. I say read the whole book of Genesis. You need to understand the origin story of God's people. Um, but we have to understand if we believe the Bible, we have to believe everything. We are descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Through Jacob, he had 12 sons. Those 12 sons were the the tribes of Israel, right? The tribes of Israel ended up in Egypt. They were free at first, but what happened is they ended up, um, the Pharaoh didn't recognize the Israelites as part of their being their people also. But what happened was, they started getting attacked. The enemy saw Israel as a threat. So Israel did eventually go into slavery in Egypt. Okay. So you guys know that story. That's the foundational story. But do you know how they got there? Abraham's 12 sons had a younger brother, right? His name was Joseph. Joseph had a vision. He had a dream. He knew who he was. God told him who he was. And he was telling his brothers who he was. He's like, listen, I had a dream that, you know, in the future, you guys were bowing down to me. Joseph knew who he was and he was favored by his father, Jacob. And Jacob saw who he was and Jacob loved Joseph very much. But that brought jealousy from the brothers. The brothers were jealous of that. 
Now, this I'm telling you, this is the story before the Israelites ended up and grew into in the land of Egypt. So Joseph, um, he was well loved. He was loved by his father, but he was what he was one of the youngest and by a different mother and a lot of Jacob's sons has had I believe he had three three different mothers maybe four different mothers of his children anyway all all of Joseph's brothers except for Benjamin who I don't I'm not even sure was alive at this time he probably was Uh, Joseph knew who Benjamin was so anyway listen let me make this long story as concise as possible there were 12 sons benjamin was the very youngest joseph was the second to youngest let's leave it at that go back in genesis read the story of joseph in his in his relationship with his brothers his brothers were jealous sold that boy into slavery but guess what he really they really wanted to kill him but the one one of the brothers was like no you know don't kill him let's put him into this thing um and you know teach him a lesson basically that's what he wanted to do he wanted to teach him a lesson when that brother had left you guys got to go back and read the story this is what happened joseph ended up being sold into slavery sold to egypt working for working for people um and then got met in situations where he had to decide if he was going to stay honest and abide by and believe in the promise of the, that the Lord had given him. Believe in the vision that God had given him. Believe in the gifts and the talents that God has get, given him. Or was he going to take the bribe to have a nice and easy life? So I ask you, what are you going to do in your situation? What are you going to do in your life? Are you going to take the bribe and take the nice and easy life and remain in, in slavery? Are you going to be honest? Look, let's go. If you don't know the story, go back and read the story of Joseph. He was sold into slavery. His brothers thought that he was dead. The brothers went back and told the father he was dead. He got eaten up by, you know, by a wild beast. So the father thought that he got eaten up by the wild beast. The brothers thought that he got, you know, sold into slavery. That was the end of his life that he was going to die in slavery. They didn't think anything else of it. They didn't think that he was he was still alive. They didn't think that anything was going to become of Joseph. They thought that he was dead. They thought that he was gone. They thought that he had, they had gotten rid of Joseph, but no, they did not get rid of Joseph. Joseph went into the land and Joseph had to go through a lot of things. And this is what the point that I want to get to. I want to read down all the things that Joseph had to go through. And as I'm reading down these things, I want you to think about all the things that African-American people have gone through in this country as being sold into slavery by their own brothers. Do you see the parallel? Joseph was sold into slavery by his own brothers because of jealousy. African-American people were sold into slavery because of jealousy. And we're over here in this land and we help build the land. Let me go back to Joseph. What did Joseph have to go through? So although Joseph had the vision of who he was and who he was going to become, he still had to go through his process. He had to go through the suffering, guys. 
Because the suffering develops your character, develops who you are. You learn how to depend on God. He had to be rejected by his own family, y'all. Joseph had to be rejected by his own family. That's only how he could have started the journey of going where he needed to go. He had to be alone. He had to be on his own. So that his only friend was the Lord. The only one that he learned to talk to was like, you have to be on your own. You have to be in that state so that you can learn how to depend, to depend on the Lord. Don't fall away from the Lord when he's asking you to come on, come on, come on. Develop that relationship with him. Listen to what he has to say. That's what Joseph had to do. He had to be sold into slavery, learn the value of hard work, and he had to be betrayed by a house that seemed to be on his side. You guys go read again the story of Joseph and how he was in Potiphar's house. How he, how, how the wife of the house, like Joseph, thought that Joseph was sexy, set up Joseph. And when Joseph didn't want to sleep with her, he, she sent him to prison. So Joseph ended up in prison because he, what, did not take the bribe. He could have slept with, he could have slept with that lady. But he knew who he was and he knew it wasn't right. And he didn't want to displease his master because his master at the time set him in charge of a whole lot of things. Okay, within that house and his master, you know, treated him very well. But that that wife did Joseph dirty, end up sending him to jail. Joseph went to prison. He had to go to prison. He was forgotten about in prison, but he was able to use his gifts in prison. So he was able to develop his talents while being in prison. You guys, some of us feel like we are not supposed to be where we're supposed to be but you're exactly where you're supposed to be you have to learn how to be content in every situation so learn from the place that you are in learn and develop your gifts and understand that the promise that God has placed on your life the vision that he has given you does not go away just because you have to go through hard things it's going to build your faith it's going to build your belief you have to go through the process you have to keep on developing and only under the influence of hope only under that influence of faith only under that influence of the voice of the lord he had to be prepared when called to use his gift to help the people so he helped some people in in while he was in jail and everything that he told those people came true and the in they were supposed to help him. They were supposed to refer back to Joseph so that Joseph can get out of jail. But they didn't. They forgot about him. Eventually, God made a way. Don't doubt God. God is going to make a way. Joseph never promoted himself. But he was promoted by the king of the land. The king of the land has authority, guys. Joseph was positioned to be blessed. And this, hey, it took time. It didn't happen overnight. See, a, a lot of people in, a, in this culture, we think it happens overnight. Things We want instant gratification. We think things should happen fast, but it is a process. The Lord works in process. God always worked in process. He works in processes of growth. Okay. So Joseph was positioned to be blessed and it took a long time, but he 
continued to have faith and he continued to wait on the Lord and he continued to do the things that God had told him to do. So Joseph was placed in a high position. He ended up being the governor over like a lot, a lot of territory. There was nobody higher than Joseph, then the Pharaoh. It was only the Pharaoh, then Joseph. The, the Pharaoh, the king of Egypt put Joseph in charge of a whole, whole lot of things. Why? Because Joseph had it, because Joseph had the gift of dream interpretation. The Pharaoh had a dream, had a dream. No one could interpret it. The king knew that Joseph had interpreted it right. Joseph gave a strategy to overcome a great burden that was going to come on the land. And he saved a lot of people from death. He saved a lot of people because Joseph kept believing, because Joseph kept trusting the Lord, because Joseph kept talking to the Lord. The Lord placed him in position to save a lot of people from a great famine. So what Joseph actually um, told Pharaoh was about his dream of seven years. There was going to be prosperity. There was going to be growth. And then there's going to be another seven years. That was going to be a real heavy famine that was just going to talk, take over the world. So instead of spending and wasting everything in that first seven years of prosperity, they saved it. They saved it. They saved the grain. Their, their sheds were, were filled with grain. And so, in the seven years that came after that, everybody who was coming to look for food came to Joseph to look for food. Joseph would give them the grain and would give them food in exchange for their livestock, in exchange for their services, in exchange for their land, which guess what? Made Pharaoh a very, very, very rich man. <laughs> a very rich kingdom was the, was the kingdom of Egypt. And so, Eventually, you guys, long story short, guess who had to come? Guess who had to come also and ask Joseph for help? His brothers. His brothers had to come and ask Joseph for help. And they didn't even recognize Joseph because Joseph was in such a high position. And they did have to bow. They did have to bow to Joseph. So here goes the message. Those. Who watched you die and thought that you were dead and buried and thought that you were gone forever will have to see you in a highly appointed position. They're going to see you be in the place that God had appointed you to be from the beginning. They won't see the process. They won't understand the process. They weren't strong enough to go through the process themselves. But those who watch you die and thought that you were dead and thought that you were subservient, thought that you died in slavery, thought that you died in the mindset, thought that all the things that was thrown against you and piled on you and made you and try to suffocate you with a foot on your neck are going to have to see you come back to life resurrected by the power of God because you are God's chosen people. Oh, they thought you were dead, but you will come back alive. And I don't know why the Lord, you want me to talk to you about Joseph and is telling you, please go back, please go back, please go back and read this in Genesis 
Okay? I'm going to tell you right now. Chapter 37 in Genesis talks to you about Joseph's dreams. You can skip uh, chapter 38 if you wanted to because that, that was about Judah. Chapter 39 is about Joseph and Potiphar's wife. And how, you know, she was trying to be tricky, trying to trick Joseph. Joseph did not fall for it. Um, you could read chapter 40, which is about uh, Joseph's um, journey in prison and how he tried to help the cupbearer and the baker by interpreting their dream. Um, chapter 41 is Pharaoh's dream. So, yeah, read, read all this. Chapter 42 is Joseph's brothers go to Egypt. Um, chapter 43, um, is how they had to go back. Like there's a long story about how Joseph, you know, was kind of hard on, was hard on his brothers, you know, like sent them through a, a whole lot of things, you know, but all in all, in the end, they did forgive each other. And Joseph asked his, his, um, brothers to go back, get his dad and bring all the family members all the family members, they settled in a land right near Egypt. They farmed the land. They herded cattle. And listen, they they grew prosperous in number and they were very successful. And that is that is the story. They they had to they had to honor Joseph. They for his high position in Egypt. Um, listen. What happens after that story? Well, they were there for a very long time. Then there was a new king appointed. There was many, maybe even many kings after that. Forgot about who the Israelites were. Put them in, put them in slavery. And it kind of like, it goes from there. You guys can read the story in the Old Testament. You, you guys know about the Israelites being in slavery in Egypt. And then the whole grand exodus and everything like that. But. The Lord wanted to use this story today to bring understanding about the process that we have to go through as a people. And, and the thing is, we can say African-American people, we can put that with slavery. But a lot of people don't understand when they accept Christ why it almost seems like things get harder. You have to go through the process of suffering. The process of suffering builds character and character brings hope. And we should not be ashamed of the hope because the hope we have our eyes on the prize, honey. We have our eyes on the kingdom. We have our eyes on the afterlife. So death does not bring any type. Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, grave, where is your victory? You have no victory over us because we understand that even if you, if, even if this world did try to kill us by death of asphyxiation, that we serve a great God who will bring us back to life. And the thing is, God, he gives you this message over and over and over again in the Bible. Over and over again, not only with Joseph. They thought that Joseph was dead, but he had rise to the position. And who was the biggest example of that? Look, they did the same thing with Moses. They thought Moses, they did the same thing with John, did the same thing with Lazarus, same thing with the nation of Israel. They did the same thing with Jesus. You guys, you have to realize that the stories in the Bible 
and actually the repetitiveness is trying to give you an understanding of process and of cycles. And we have to open up our perspective to see these type of things. Thank you, Lord, for speaking the truth on this day. But just like they just like they buried Jesus in the ground. And when I say they, I'm talking about the enemy's kingdom, because you guys, we are fighting against spiritual wickedness. Believe it or not, we're fighting against spiritual wickedness. They thought that Jesus was dead and buried. They thought that he did not do what he was supposed to do. They killed him. But there's going to be a time when those evil spirits who killed Jesus and thought that they had victory. Although he rose, he, he, he did it 2000 years ago and rose again. There is going to be a time to where he comes back and it's so soon. It's so close. It's almost here. It is almost here. You guys. So close. Listen to this. Jesus is on his way back. And all those who are trying to kill God's people are going to have to see Jesus set in the highest position. And all will bow. Now, I go out into a world and with this school and teaching and, and even you know, evangelizing on, on the computer, on the internet. I go out into the world where I'm attacked because my faith is too outrageous. My belief is too crazy. My, my faith is too supernatural. It's not, that's not the accepted kind of Christianity. The accepted type of Christianity is to be complacent and to go along with everything else. And to no, I'm sorry, that is not the type of Christianity that the Lord wants you to wants you to take. No, the Lord has made His people strong. We are powerful. He has made us and He has set us up so that we can take territory. He put us in places. Listen. He's taking you right now and he's going to put you into high position, not to be quiet, not to sit in the corner and and be the observer. No. He wants you to shake up the world. He wants you to do what you have to do. He wants you to proclaim the truth of his word. And yeah, they're going to try to kill you. Yeah, they're going to try to kill you. If you don't if you don't have anything to stand up for that you that you are willing to die for, then what is you don't have no worth in living. What is the purpose of living if you're not going to stand up for something that you believe in? And I believe in Jesus. And going into this world, they t- tell me that I'm crazy. I'm crazy for believing in Jesus. I'm crazy for believing in God. I'm crazy for being. And then they want to call it radical. This is not radical religion. This is Jesus. This is the truth of the word of God. And I'm going to keep on preaching it. I'm going to keep on teaching it. And if you feel like you want to come back and listen some more to what the Lord has given me to say, then that's what we're going to do. We're going to discuss this thing. We're going to talk it out. If you want to go on my 
website, artteacherforpurpose.com. Read a, read a post, put a comment, put a comment. I will respond to your comment. If you have questions, I will respond to your questions because part of my journey and part of my assignment is to be a writer for God. So I'm going to keep on writing for God. I'm going to keep on promoting my site. I'm going to keep on promoting my books. And if you listen, you listen that, that that's awesome. If you can really hear it and it sows into your heart, that's awesome. I encourage you to keep on reading, keep on talking to God, because this is what we have to do at this time. And yeah, there's going to be people who try to kill you. They're going to you being if you feel like you're being set up, you're being set up. But because be content in the position that you're in, be content in everything that God is trying to teach you. So be content in your situation because you're learning something. It's a process. It's a process. You have to learn how to develop your gifts. You have to learn how to use your gifts. You have to learn how to not think that you're insignificant. You have to wipe out that slavery mindset. You have to wipe out that. And you have to believe that you are who God told you you are. You have visions. You have talent. Yes. You wear a coat of many colors. Yes. You are going to go through some things, but you are going to be highly appointed. And those people who doubted you and those people who looked at you different, those people who sold you into slavery are going to have to see you in the high position. In the high position. That's what this thing is about. It's about growing God's people into being strong enough to have a voice to speak the truth. God is real. God is the creator. Everything in this world is his. So, yeah, the people who think they're manipulating things. Yeah, you man, mm, go ahead. Go ahead. Keep on thinking that you you doing what you need to do. But I'm, I'm telling you, God, God sees everything and he's he's turning. He's turning it around. I know he's turning it around. God's people are going to have a have a platform to speak. And this is what we're doing. So I am past my mark. Um, I tried not to go over, definitely go over 40 minutes now. And I try to keep it at 30 minutes. So I'm definitely past my mark. But I just want to let you guys know that even when things seem at the lowest, even when you seem like you can't take anymore, even when you feel like you're suffocating, like you're suffocating, still you rise. Still, you will rise. You will rise to the high position. That's why I'm going to call this Still I Rise. Because we have no fear of the grave. We don't have fear of death. God is going to make a way. We, we're going to keep on growing in our belief. We're going to keep on growing in our faith. We're going to keep on growing um, our proclamation of Jesus coming back and gathering his people together. Like this, this is going to happen. Jesus is coming back. Jesus coming back soon. Um, we didn't do the verse. Let's do our verse for the episode. Verse for the episode. Psalms 18. I love you, Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take advantage. My shield in the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I call to the Lord who is worthy of praise. And I have been saved from my enemies. 
The cords of death entangled me and the torrents of destruction overwhelmed me and the cords of the grave coiled around me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress, I called on the Lord. I cried to my God for help. And from his temple, he heard my voice and my cry became before him into his ears. And the earth trembled and it quaked and the foundations of the mountain shook. They trembled because he was angry. And that is Psalms 18 verses 1 through 7. Go back and read all of it if you want to. But I just thought, listen, the grave thought it had us, but it does not. True believers, true Christians, let's go. I don't care what religion that you're under or that you thought that you were under. But if the Lord is calling you, if Jesus is calling you, then go in the secret place and start developing that word. Start developing your relationship with the Lord. Get your Bible. Ask God to and ask the Holy Spirit to translate it for you. So you under, so you can understand what you need to know to be prosperous in this culture and this generation. And when I talk about prosperity, I'm not talking about money. Y'all got to get out of this money mindset. That is a, that is a cultural thing to think that having a lot of money is being blessed. It, that, that does not mean that. It does not mean that. You guys, come on. Come on, it is time. It is time to get your life together. It is time to get your mind together. It is time to understand who you are. It is time for you to understand what time it is. Jesus is coming back soon. He's coming back soon. He's coming back soon. Do not be afraid of death. Do not be afraid of the grave because God is going to set you in high position. And when you are in that position, it is not to, it is not, to be prideful it is not to make other people shame but it is your inheritance is what you was owed to you from the beginning stop thinking that in this america that you're not owed anything because guess what if you build on the land and you plant it in the land then you should get back from the land this land is your land this is your land it's the promised land of god so God is going to put you in a high position. And when you get in that high position, don't remain quiet, Esther. You were set and appointed in this place. Don't think that you weren't appointed in a place for a purpose and a reason. And don't think if you don't meet up to what you're, you are expected to do that God won't switch it up and place somebody else in that position to deliver his people. And that's what we're here to do, guys. Deliver the Lord's people from death hell and destruction do not be wearied by thoughts of the grave no still you rise still you rise in high position that's what's going to happen catch me out on artteacherforpurpose.com that's where i am that's artteacher the number for purpose.com look out for my book it's called strange and peculiar i will be promoting it i will check me out on facebook 
um, Tamara Goldsboro. Check, check me out on Instagram. That's at four purpose. That's AT number four purpose. Um, and I'm also books for purpose. I'm working on that one. I don't know. You guys can check it out if you want. But um, I love you with the love of the Lord. This is a Valentine's Day special, y'all. Valentine's Day special. Okay. That means I'm going to um, probably record another one. And because there's a lot of things that I didn't go through, I just asked God to have his way. Again, Art Teacher for Purpose. I write, create, promote information that will help you find your purpose in life. You guys, the purpose is to spread the message of Jesus. Love you. Bye-bye.